Hello, and welcome to the Berean Hour Daily Verse-by-Verse Bible Devotion. Today, our focal passage is Matthew chapter 2, verses 1 and 2. Let's read the passage. Now, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east and have come to worship him. The two important things that we see in our text today. First, we will see the birth of the king. And second, we will see the beacon of the king. Let us pray as we go into God's word. Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray that the Holy Spirit, who inspired the Bible in its entirety, will illuminate Matthew chapter 2, verses 1 and 2, and give us insight for living, for we have asked in the name of Jesus Christ, amen and amen. The first part of the text is concerned with the birth of the king. Matthew chapter 2, verse 1 the Bible says, now after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, in the days of Herod the king. Notice that we observe two things here. First, we observe the place of his birth. Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea. Now, this place was particularly important for two reasons. The first reason is it was the city of David. And the second reason is it was the birthplace of the Messiah as was prophesied by the prophets. The Bible says in Luke chapter two, verse four, Joseph also went up from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth into Judea to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem because he was of the house and lineage of David. So that was the city of David. The second thing is, as I said, it was the birthplace of the Messiah. Mark chapter 5, verse 2, the Bible says, But you, Bethlehem Ephrata, though you are little among the thousands of Judah, yet out of you shall come forth to me the one to be ruler in Israel, whose goings forth are from of old, from everlasting. Another passage, Matthew chapter 2, verse 6, says, But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are not the least among the rulers of Judah, for out of you shall come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. So we see the birthplace of the king. The second thing we see in this portion of the text is the period of his birth. After the place of his birth, which is Bethlehem, we see the period of his birth. In the days of Herod the king, Jesus the king was born during the reign of an earthly king. We'll see how that plays out as we look at the book of Matthew together. The second part of our text, verse, verses 1b and 2, of Matthew chapter 1, we see the beacon of the king. After the breath of the king, we see the beacon of the king. The Bible says here, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem saying, 
Where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east and have come to worship him. We observe from this passage the following things. Number one, we observe the perceivers of his beacon, the perceivers of his light or his star. The Bible says, wise men from the east. Wise men from the east. It is believed that these might have been uh, emissaries of the Persian king. Wise men from the east. These were scientists. These were people who were familiar with the natural, you know, uh, uh, environment. And uh, these were wise men, the Bible says. Now notice the following things about these wise men, the perceivers of his beacon. The first thing is their probe. Their probe. The Bible says they asked the question, where is he who has been born king of the Jews? So their probe, their question, their quest was to find the king. Jesus Christ. The second thing is their perception. They say we have seen his star in the east. So there was a stimuli, that is the star, and they perceived that this star which they had seen, this astronomical scene was indeed an evidence or an indicator of the birth of the king. We have seen his star in the east. This seems to, you know, go in line with the prophecy, you know, of Balaam in Numbers chapter 24, verse 17, where the Bible says, I see him, but not now. I behold him, but not near. A star shall come out of Jacob. A star shall come out of Jacob. So here we see, friend, their probe. Where is he? their perception, we have seen his star. And the next thing is their purpose. They said, we have come to worship him. These wise Gentiles came to worship the creator. They traveled several miles to worship the king who had been born in Israel. Now, what is the major message of this passage? The major message is, the wisest wisdom is the worship of the worthy king. And the truest truth is the discovery of the truth himself. It is said that those wise men from the Persian kingdom or the Persian kingdom were after truth. They were seeking truth and were using all possible scientific means to discover the truth or to arrive at the truth. Isn't it amazing that they encountered, after their earnest search for truth, the greatest truth, which is the truth himself. So the major message is, the wisest wisdom is the worship of the worthy king, and the truest truth is the discovery of the truth himself. What are some life lessons of life for us? Life's lessons, number one, can you personally answer this question? Where is Jesus, the King? He has been born. He has lived. He has died. He has risen. He has ascended. He is coronated in heaven. And he is coming soon. The question is, where is Jesus? 
Is he in your heart? Is he in your life? Is he in a relationship with you? The second lesson of life is sometimes because of their quest for truth, non-churchgoers may have more insights than churchgoers. Yes, it's possible that people who may not necessarily be part of your church or part of the church because of their earnest desire to know God may have a revelation of God, which even those of us who go to church are oblivious to. Yes, indeed. Yes. The third left lesson of life is if you seek Christ earnestly, you will find him. He says, if you seek me, you will find me if you search for me with all your heart. Friends, what is the prayer point today based on this passage? Today, let us pray for the wisdom to seek Christ earnestly, that we may be guided by the Holy Spirit into deeper understanding of his word and intimacy with him. Let us pray. Father, we pray that the Holy Spirit in our hearts will strengthen our quest for you, will intensify our thirst for you, and will guide us into finding you and having intimacy with you, O oh God. May we have deeper relationship with you. May we have deeper revelation of your will and your love. And may we, by these revelations, O oh God, know you intimately and fellowship with you more intensely and more intimately. Thank you for answered prayer, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen and amen.